Hello and welcome to the Guilt Grace Gratitude Podcast. This is one of your co-hosts, Peter Bell, and we are on Catechism Saturday, Lord's Day number 37. So in this episode, we will cover Heidelberg Catechism Question and Answers 101 and 102. These are covering oaths, which ones are lawful, which are unlawful, and how oaths relate to the commandments. And before we start this episode, make sure you've listened to Monday's premiere episode of Season 3, Promises and Fulfillment, an introduction to covenant theology. We started with Chapter 1 of the volume edited by the RTS faculty and published by Crossway, Covenants of Redemption. And Thursday's book club episode with Dr. K.J. Drake of Redeemer University in Canada on his book, The Flesh of the Word, published by Oxford University Press. This book covers Christ's two natures and how our proper understanding of the unity and distinction of Christ's two natures affect the sacraments, preaching, and so much more. So let's get started. We will cover both question answers, and then we will move on to what these mean to us. So question answer 101, but may we swear reverently by the name of God? Answer, yes, when the magistrate requires it, or it may be needful otherwise to maintain and promote fidelity and truth to the glory of God and our neighbor's good, for such an oath is grounded in God's word and therefore was rightly used by the saints in the Old and New Testaments. Question answer 102. May we swear by the saints or by any other creature? No, for a lawful oath is a calling upon God that he as the only searcher of hearts may bear witness to the truth and punish me if I swear falsely, which honor is due to no preacher. So concerning these two question answers, so 101 and 102, we must ask, Five questions. First, what is an oath? An oath, properly speaking, is a calling upon God as the one who knows the heart that he may bear witness of the truth and punish me if I swear falsely. Second question, by whom are we to speak? We must swear by the name of the true God alone. Because God has commanded that we swear by him alone, as he alone is to be feared and worshipped. God positively forbids us to swear by any other name. God wills that the worship of invocation be given to him alone, calling upon the Lord. And condemns those who in their oaths join creatures with himself. An oath ascribes to him by whom it is taken a knowledge of hearts, omniscience, omnipresence, etc. We commit the execution of punishment to him by whom we swear and also attribute such power to him as is necessary to maintain the truth and punish those who are guilty of perjury. Contra the Catholic Church, it is apparent from what has now been said that oaths which are taken by the saints and other creatures are idolatrous and prohibited by God. 
Third question. Is it lawful for Christians to take an oath? It is lawful because of these arguments. That the glory of God may be promoted. That it may contribute to the safety of others. The word of God authorizes and sanctions lawful swearing. The saints have at different times taken oaths under a religious form. Christ himself says, I am not come to destroy the law, but to fulfill it. From Matthew 5.17. This now was spoken with reference to the moral law to which the oath had respect. The moral worship of God is perpetual. The prophets, in describing the worship of the Christian church, call it a swearing by the name of God. And don't think swearing as bad in our modern sense. Think swearing as oath-giving, giving an oath to a superior, in this sense, God. The same thing may be argued from the design of the oath, which is a confirmation of fidelity and truth and a removal of strife, which design is profitable, lawful, and necessary for the church and the state, and at the same time honorable to God. And from the examples of Christ and the saints in the New Testament. Fourth question, what are the things concerning which we are to make an oath or what oaths are lawful? And what are unlawful? Only such oaths are lawful as are evidently not opposed to the word of God, and which are made concerning things true, certainly known, lawful, possible, weighty, necessary, useful, and worthy of such and so great a confirmation, or such things as require a confirmation for the glory of God and the safety of our neighbor. And his last question Should all oaths be kept. And very simply, oaths which have been properly made concerning things lawful, true, certain, weighty, and possible should necessarily be kept. Well, thanks for listening to this week's episode of Catechism Saturday, Lord's Day number 37, where we covered oaths in the commandments. Question answers 101 to 102 of the Heidelberg Catechism. Tune in next week with episode two of our new season, Promises and Fulfillment, an introduction to covenant theology, where we will cover chapter two, the covenant of works in the Old Testament. And book club on Thursday, we interviewed Dr. Lyle Bierma of Calvin Theological Seminary on his new book, The Font of Pardon and New Life, published by Oxford University Press. If you can believe it. It's our first episode on baptism. Find out why we have such a special appreciation for a certain emphasis of Baptist theology. We will see you guys next week. Hey guys, we hope you enjoyed that episode of our podcast, Guilt, Grace, Gratitude. And we, as we've said before, we are bridging the gap to Reformed Christian theology for your listening pleasure. So we would like to make sure this is enjoyed by others around the world. And how to best do that is rate and review us on iTunes. Yeah, and you, after you rate a review or instead of rate and review or doing everything all in once, retweeting us on Twitter, liking us on Twitter, liking us on Instagram, following us on both of those platforms, because that actually puts in front of people's physical face this podcast. These guests 
and most importantly, the gospel, the doctrines uh, that these guests are bringing in front of you guys. So please do that. It helps get in front of more people. Amen. And hopefully you guys are part of a local church and you're tithing. And uh, after that, after tithing, if you have any means left over, please consider donating to us to make sure our bridge is well paved and maintained and strong and sturdy. As again, we bridge the gap to reform Christian <laughs> theology. Exactly. The yeah. And you guys can find that link on Anchor, our official Anchor website. If you just go on um, our social media links, it'll, it'll link you to that website. It's also at the bottom of these this podcast show notes. If you're on this podcast, this specific episode, scroll all the way to the bottom of that show notes and you guys will find a link for this for three different options of donating. So we hope you guys can help us bridge the gap, pay for shipping, get nicer stuff, all for the focus of spreading the gospel further. Yep. All for the kingdom of God. Thanks so much, guys. We'll see you guys next time.